Hello and welcome to the Future Father Dave podcast. Join me, a Catholic seminarian, each week as I share the story of my vocation and prepare to embark upon the journey of a lifetime as a Catholic priest. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another great episode of the Future Father Dave podcast. As the title suggests, this week I'm going to focus on the Holy Rosary, uh, especially during this month of October, which is dedicated to the Rosary and Mary. Um, It's important for us to reflect on the impact of the Rosary and the power that can come from the Rosary, and I've had several really great experiences this week with the rosary with different people in my life and um, really looking forward to sharing some of those experiences with y'all today. Um, So with that, I will go ahead and jump into a prayer and then I will start with my rosebud thorn segment for this week. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, we come to you humbly and with thanksgiving this morning. Um, For the gift of the Holy Rosary and the intercession of our Blessed Mother, we pray that she may guide us and protect us, and especially that she may intercede for us in our prayers for the region of Israel and the Middle East. Uh, We pray for peace and that we may be guided to remember and uh, keep above all else the the human dignity of the human person that they um, may limit civilian casualties and um, promote peace above all else. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So my rose from this week came on Wednesday during my visit to St. Vincent de Paul in Louisville. Uh, as you n- have, may know from previous episodes, Aiden and I have been assigned this year to work with the homeless shelter at St. Vincent de Paul in Louisville. And uh, on Wednesday, we were having a conversation um, with one of the guys, Brett, and another guy, John. And the conversation started with just some uh, sports banter. Uh, Brett and John are uh, Cowboys fans and Washington fans, respectively. So they were they were going back and forth about uh, football and giving each other grief for having terrible quarterbacks and that kind of stuff. And it was it was fun, lighthearted banter. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Brett turns to Aiden and I and says very seriously, next time y'all go to church, can you bring me one of those rosaries? And I was kind of dumbfounded, but I happened to have a rosary in my pocket and I immediately pulled it out and gave it to him. And I could just tell from the expression on his face that he was just overjoyed. And then I followed that up with asking him, hey, do you know how to pray a rosary? Do you know the prayers and everything? And he said somebody had given him a pamphlet with all the prayers on it. Uh, And then I took that as an opportunity as well to explain the impact of the rosary on my life and how it's brought me peace and joy in um, difficult circumstances and... um, Yeah, it was just a real joy to be able to do that. And um, something that made that extra special was the fact that that particular rosary 
uh, was tied into an experience I had on trail. That rosary was actually given to me by uh, Jim Dingley, who, if you, as you may rem- remember from previous episodes, is uh, the gentleman in Vermont who took me into his home when I was recovering from Lyme disease uh, and a tick-borne illness. So, uh, yeah, just a really special uh, way to kind of pass that on, and especially that connection with the trail. Uh, just made it a, a really neat moment. And I'll elaborate a little more on that in uh, future segments, but uh, yeah. So that was my rose from this week. My bud from this week is the fact that I have an upcoming visit planned from my parents. They're going to come visit me at the seminary uh, the first week of November. So really looking forward to that. And my mom's birthday also happens to be that Monday that they'll be here. So get to celebrate her birthday with uh, with her and um, show my parents what seminary life is all about. And lastly, my thorn from this week is the fact that my beloved Atlanta Braves were eliminated for the second straight year in the first round of the playoffs by the Philadelphia Phillies. So congratulations, Father Chet and Father Vic, if you're listening. Uh, they're big Philly guys uh, for, within Glen Mary. Um, and uh, yeah, they... They beat us fair and square. They outplayed us in every facet of the game for four four games. Um, but to add insult to injury, uh, after we got absolutely annihilated in game three on Wednesday night, Braves lost 10-2, to two, I showed up to the seminary on Thursday, and uh, they were serving Philly cheesesteaks for lunch. <laughs> and I asked the guy, uh, the kitchen manager, I said, Really? You really had to serve Philly cheesesteaks today of all days? And he said, It's not my it's not my decision. We're on a six week cycle. <laughs> so uh, they have a six week cycle of um menu items and that just happened to be that day. So God definitely has a sense of humor for sure. And um it's probably for the best that I don't have to follow super closely playoff baseball anymore because uh Quite frankly, I don't really have time for it, and um, we're getting into the heat of the semester with exams and papers and stuff coming up, and I really need to be 100% focused on what I'm doing here with my studies. So probably for the best that I'm not uh, distracted by playoff baseball as much as it stinks to have your team eliminated, but it is what it is, and uh, sports is not the only thing that's important in life, so... It's important to keep that in perspective and remember, remember that. So, all right. So, with that, I will go ahead and jump right into the first of my two rosary stories from uh, this week. The first, as I mentioned in my Rosebud Thorn segment, is uh, the encounter I had on Wednesday with uh, Brett, a homeless man at the St. Vincent de Paul Homeless Shelter in Louisville, and just the opportunity to be able to give him my rosary um, was just really special. And like I said, I've been praying for him uh, ever since I gave that to him on Wednesday, just that that would bless him and that he would be able to really really truly enter into the prayer of the rosary and 
be able to really grasp and enter into the power of that. Um, and the cool part about how that ties in with my Appalachian Trail journey is that when I was on the Appalachian Trail, right before I got sick and had to get off trail to, um, to recover for a few days, I had prayed a rosary that morning that I was completely sick and um, had a huge fever and everything. I was stuck in the middle of the woods. I prayed a rosary that morning, but then in my scramble to pack everything up and, and get out of there, I left the rosary at the shelter. And so I had lost my rosary. And so then when I went to stay with Jim and Kelly in uh, Manchester for a few days to recover, I told them that I had lost my rosary. And they said, oh, yeah, we, we got plenty of rosaries. You can have, have one of ours. So Jim gave me the rosary from his truck that was in um, on the mirror in his truck. And so then I ended up taking that with me when I got back on trail later that week in Hanover, New Hampshire. And where I got back on trail was about 30 miles past where I had gotten off trail. So I, I ended up skipping a, a small section of trail at the end of Vermont and getting off, back on trail right where the Vermont and New Hampshire border meets um, in Hanover. And that very first day out of Hanover, I didn't go more than a couple miles to that next shelter just out of town. And this big group of people comes, and uh, some of them I had met before, and some of them were new. And I was at the, at the table cooking dinner with some of these people, and uh, they introduced me to this guy named named 109. And his, that was his trail name because he was the 109th hiker of the year to register. So his, his ticket number when he registered as a hiker was 109, and that just kind of stuck as his trail name. But his real name is Samuel, and turns out Samuel was Catholic, and they uh, were telling him about my podcast and everything, and he goes, oh, you're future Father Dave. I have your rosary, and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out the rosary that I had lost at that shelter, and I was just completely dumbfounded. Like, here's a rosary that I thought was lost forever that I was never going to see again, and then I meet this random guy as soon as I get back on trail and he says he has my rosary, like it was just the wildest thing. And so then over the course of the next week or so, I, because he was Catholic, he decided he wanted to pray with me. And so we prayed the rosary together a handful of times. I taught him how to pray night prayer. And he was just like so excited to have somebody to push him because he had been kind of lukewarm in his faith. And it was meeting me that really provided that spark to inspire him to go deeper into his faith and really re-engage with it. And he even came to Mass with me one weekend while we were on trail as well that following weekend. Um, eventually, we did get separated because he was going a little faster pace than me. Um, but it was nice for that week or so that we were together to be able to have somebody to pray with and uh, to really appreciate the faith, and I actually ended up letting him keep that rosary, and I held on to the one that Jim had given me, and I was able to hang on to the one that Jim had given me uh, all through the rest of my hike, and then uh, brought it with me here to seminary as well, 
And so to be able to then pass that on to um, this guy, Brett, at the homeless shelter was a real honor and a privilege uh, because it was originally passed on to me. So to be able to continue that and to pass it on to somebody else who needed it in that moment was um, really special. And I actually reached out to Jim and Kelly um, and uh, told them that story about how I had passed on their rosary to this homeless man in Louisville. And Jim responded and said he was thinking of me recently. And um, they thought that was a really great way to uh, witness to the faith and especially the power of the intercession of the Blessed, Blessed Virgin. So... Uh, yeah, just a really cool, neat little experience and how all of these different, an example of how all of these different experiences all kind of came together to, to allow me to be in that moment, to be a witness to the faith in uh, a really powerful way. So my second rosary um, reflection from this week occurred on Tuesday when I um, prayed a rosary with my friend Austin, who was on the podcast earlier this semester. He was one of the first people I interviewed here at MindRad for the podcast, and Austin is a seminarian from Louisiana, and he... um, he and I have basically become rosary buddies. And uh, every once in a while, we'll see each other in the hallway and stop each other and be like, hey, you want to go pray a rosary? And it kind of started during our orientation when we had a little chunk of time. I think we had like a 30 or 45 minute break between sessions. And I asked him, hey, do you want to go out and pray a rosary? And it went really well. And we kind of hit it off as friends and... Um, So now, you know, probably once a week or once every week and a half or two weeks, we'll we'll get out there and just walk around in the middle of the day and pray rosary. And uh, it was really beautiful this week to have the opportunity to do do that again with him. And um, it was right before he was going into an exam and I was going in for spiritual direction. And so it helped to kind of calm both of us down and get us grounded in a good headspace uh, going into the things that we were doing that afternoon. Um, and as Austin always loves to say, you know, you never regret taking the time to pray a rosary. Every time I have taken the time to pray a rosary, I have never regretted it. And, um, it's something that consistently when I really truly enter into it and allow myself to be absorbed in it, it's something that brings me a lot of peace and a lot of joy and just knowing that. Mama Mary's got my back and that she's going to intercede for me and um, help me to accomplish whatever it it is I need to accomplish. So, um, yeah, just really, really neat relationship I have there with Austin where, you know, occasionally we'll just stop each other in the hallway and go pray a rosary together and... um, it's, it's great to have friends like that who are willing to just drop what they're doing and go pray. Um, and that's something that's really beautiful about being here at seminary, is that there's a lot of people like that. 
And the third encounter I had this week with the rosary was actually not me personally, but I read about it, the experience of another seminarian during his ministry uh, this week. Uh, AJ is part of my theological reflection group, and that is a basically a debrief group in which we meet uh, periodically and uh, these are the people whose ministry journals we get to read uh, and we share reflections on our different ministries and how they're going and the things that we're learning from our ministries. So each week I have to write a review of my ministry experience and some highlights and some, thi some things that I learned, maybe touch on a key uh, insight or revelation that I had during that time. And so AJ's reflection from this week really struck me um, because he talked about the rosary and I had had that experience with the rosary as well on Wednesday. So uh, I'm just going to read exactly from his email because it's pretty, pretty incredible the experience that he had. Um, he went to St. Mary's Church in Ireland, Indiana. He said, Today Deacon Seth and I gave a brief presentation on the history of the rosary to the entire religious education student body assembled in the church. Afterwards, we prayed a rosary together as a large group. My critical incident was a moment of reflection during the middle of the rosary. Probably somewhere in the middle of the third decade, I realized how quickly and easily the time seemed to have passed by. Placing myself in the shoes of the students praying with us, I remember that it used to feel like a rosary took forever to pray. I remember feelings of boredom and tedium praying the rosary when I was at when I was at their age, but now the rosary feels effortless and enjoyable. Sometimes I'm sad when it is over because I have to leave the safety of prayer and re-enter the, quote, real world. This was just a moment of grace where I realized how far the Lord has helped me to grow in my spiritual journey, a moment of gratitude and awe. I am reminded of Jesus' mustard seed analogy, something that starts small and eventually becomes enormous. The seeds of faith placed in me by my teachers long ago have been watered by God's grace throughout the years and have borne fruit in me, often without me noticing. I pray that this year God can use me to plant seeds of faith in the hearts of my students that will one day bear fruit in a life of discipleship and prayer. AJ, if you're listening to this, that was amazing. And it's just a real testament to the power of the rosary and the, the infinite depths that we can explore in praying the rosary. Uh, I've, I've gotten so lost in rosaries sometimes, um, just in meditating on the different mysteries and the life of Christ. And you're right, it didn't, it didn't always used to be that way for me either. Uh, growing up as a little kid, sometimes it's like, Ah, do we have to pray the rosary? Like, really? But I've noticed a similar um, growth in my own life in my desire to, to pray the rosary on a regular basis. And it's something that I look forward to some days. And it's, um, it's something that, that brings me peace and stability and allows me to kind of center my life uh, or recenter my life on Christ and on God. Um, and I couldn't be more thankful for the intercession of the Blessed Mother in this journey on earth because without her help, uh, 
we would uh, be struggling a lot more for sure. So uh, it's really important to call on her help because it is powerful and it does bring us a lot, a big sense of peace. Uh, so anyway, that was the uh, third and final rosary reflection of my week from this week. As I wrap up today's episode, I just would like to say that I hope that my experiences this week with the rosary have um, inspired you to go out and pray the rosary for yourself and discover its power in your own life. Um, I pray that um, these experiences in sharing them with y'all have been fruitful and helpful and will bear fruit in your lives. So um, thanks for listening this week, and uh, we will see you back here next week for another episode. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of the Future Father Dave podcast. I'm eternally grateful for this opportunity to share my journey with you. And I pray that in sharing my story, I can inspire you in your own spiritual journey.